The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Community Connect. You are listening to uh, the you are listening to the best show on the radio, and I'm not afraid to admit it. And I'm joined here with the two people. Uh, the legend, Akib, the regular. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome, Assalamu alaikum. How are you? Alhamdulillah, not too bad. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Um, bit tired, not really, um, not sort of ready to go back to school. Oh, you're school. not in the mood. <laughs> yeah, not ready to go back to school uh, next week, but... And the funny thing is, it's not even school anymore. We yeah, it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's college now. Uh, but yeah, I think the issue was that we're too focused on results day. We don't really feel in the zone, we're like... And now that result is passed, we haven't realised how much time you have left. So we won't really carry down until back to school. But also, in the studio, I'm joined here by the guy who hardly ever turns up. <laughs> and today is that blue moon that we've been waiting for. Assalamu alaikum, Hanif. Wa alaikum salam, Abdul. How are you today? I'm not too bad. How are you doing today? I'm good, alhamdulillah. And how were your results, if you don't mind me asking? Um, you can say you don't have to answer if you don't want yeah, to. Yeah, no, they were, they were good. I was happy with them. Okay, and yeah, yeah. I don't think I can want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> But alhamdulillah, it's a new show and uh, suppose we're all going to college, that's the main thing that matters and yeah. now we can carry on. Um, but we have a great show lined up for you and the first topic will be about technology and education, so how do the two relate? The second topic will be about which habits did we have and that we grew up with but then we kind of lost as we grew up. Um, it's, that might be a small topic so we might expand on it, we might jump to other sort of areas. But if you would like to get involved you can call us on uh, 01582481822 you can text us whatsapp us on 0779481822 and um, we are on facebook live so be sure to like us there and comment on there if you can and we also uh, i know there's a lot of announcements but we have a podcast up and running now so you can you can uh, see all of our recent shows on uh, apple podcast and spotify so let's get straight into it. Um, technology and education, do you think the two words relate in any sense? I think technology in this day and age, technology relates to everything. Uh, any sort of topic, say education or uh, more, uh, sort of, uh, certain fields of work, technology has to do, has to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, say in schools, when we used to be there, educa- um, technology was used on a regular basis. Say teachers would use whiteboards and things like that so I think say I would say that especially towards young people today it's sort of intertwined and there's no separating them. I agree with you. Ibrahim what do you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that technology is actually bad for kids because it ruins their lives. <laughs> and he actually knew we were talking about for what. So I'm looking Ibrahim how are you? Oh, so I'm good alhamdulillah how about you? Not too bad why are you late? I'm not really late. You're only three minutes into the show. <laughs> no, because there was loads of like traffic, and no, no, not traffic. Like traffic lights are just being weird. And I was walking. <laughs> and uh, wait, the traffic lights are being weird, but you walked it. Yeah, I walked it, but then like you know that we have to stop the traffic lights. I don't know. They just weren't giving me way. <laughs> so I had to wait for a long time. Should we buy this piece, guys? <laughs> <laughs> But alhamdulillah, you're here. Um, yeah. I was going to ask, how, if you don't mind me asking, you can say no if you don't want to, but how were your GCSE results? Alhamdulillah, I was happy, fit, I was decently happy with them. Um, I don't know if I could have done better, but I was just glad to get the subjects I wanted in college. But I think with high school, I think what, a lot, what drove me during the GCSE period, I think drove a lot of people, is that sometimes in high school you sort of forced to subjects you don't like. like I 100% do not like maths. Science I'm okay with, but it's just not my personal preference. And I know that's completely opposite with Abdul, because Abdul likes science and maths. Yep. And sometimes you get stuck with subjects that you're kind of forced to do. Uh, but if you work hard, and like now, cause I'm actually excited for college because I'm doing English, language, politics and law, all three subjects that I actually enjoy. And it's not sort of like you have to force. So I think... If like there are students watching like whether in year ten going into year eleven, you're getting close to that GCC period, and you feel like it's so hard and so irrelevant to learn. Because some of the stuff I'm not gonna lie is actually pretty irrelevant, and you're never gonna use it. That's, you, that's what you think. Though. No, it's a fact. It's a fact. Everyone, no, look, everyone's smiling because they know it's true. It depends on what you go into. Yeah, it does. Do, but like for subjects that you're not gonna go into, you just ha- kind of have to suck it up and you just like do it. And, then and that's for you. For someone who wants to aspire to be an engineer, physics comes in handy. Uh, chemistry comes in handy. For you, you might not use that in your day-to-day <laughs> life, but they might. 
So in your so don't make the accusation again. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, we were talking about technology and education, and the question I proposed was, um, what do you think? Do you think the words the two words relate in any sense? And Aki um, came up with the idea that they do, and they becoming more becoming more te technology is coming more apparent in all sorts of aspects in the modern day. Yeah, I agree. Like in our PE lessons. We'd always be using laptops to do our work. I think it is becoming more intertwined within our education system, um, but I don't know if I really agree with it because, like, for example, like, some, because, like, oh, Hanif was in our people classes, yeah. oh, but so like sometimes, like, you see kids and with technology because I feel like sometimes the students <coughs> there are more developed with the technology. So there's no how to escape certain things and get around specific things, mm -hmm. and the teachers aren't sort of like they're sort of new to it, and they're not really able to, like, figure out when something's going on. So even though education can definitely boost someone's education, it's typical of some students to, so when something is trying to help them to just ruin that and then bring. So I think that technology is good for swing education. But it also is a bit dangerous because then the teacher, if you just stuck to your normal whiteboard pen and whiteboard and whiteboard marker, then there's no way that you can sort of go wrong in yourself. You just control the students. Mm -hmm. And but with technology, I think there's like there's a lot of things that can go wrong. But couldn't you also say that if the student itself themselves don't want to learn, mm -hmm. they're not going to learn regardless of using technology or not. Say for example, our PE lessons. Mm -hmm. These be times where. Uh, on a few occasions, we had to write in our book instead, mm. and there would be people that wouldn't do it and just sit yeah. there and draw drawing in the book instead. So I think it comes down to the person themselves mm. rather than the facilities that they're being able to use. It's it it's just, it's interesting that you say that because even though it's called PE, physical education, oh, yeah. we're doing nothing we but the time in <laughs> <laughs> spending our time in a classroom on technology. So in, in that sense, I, I suppose you could argue that technology is almost a hindrance to. <coughs> the actual aim of the subject. Mm. So, so I guess so. But then that also has a lot to do with the curriculum that we were mm. learning. Yes, because we were doing theory PE. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose in the, in, when you look at it from that aspect, it does seem pretty relevant that we need to use technology. <coughs> it just makes our life easier. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine writing all, all of our coursework with, that, mm. with hand. I, I don't think I'd, anyone would be able to read it anyway. <laughs> 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 because I, I hate... I'll be honest with you. I absolutely hate writing because I just can't stand it. Because my hand—first of all, my handwriting is messy. Second of all, my hand hurts when I write, and that's all you have to do in our exams: write down for hours and hours on end, and especially when you're rushing at the last minute. And I find that I can type much faster than I write. I've got WPM, meaning a word per minute, of roughly 80, so I can write 80 words in a minute, and that's faster than I can write. I can write probably 30 words in a minute, and. It just seems so slow because even though you have so much going on in your head when you're writing, it just seems really, really slow. So I feel like technology helps in that sense. I do think eventually the main part of education will be turned into technology. Like when we were like in year eight, I thought that I probably won't go to collect my GCSE results. And I just thought um, they're just going to send it to us. Mm -hmm. So it would be kind of different. Obviously, that didn't happen. But I think in the future, everything will sort of be like electronic and i don't know i don't know if i prefer that or if it's something if it shows how society is becoming so dependent on technology or are we just developing that's a good question are we developing hanif yes i think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> the man has spoken um i was going to ask uh did you guys when you were younger so primary school did you have these books called learning globes or uh, It sounds so familiar, but I don't remember what it was. Which were basically mm. weekly homework tasks that you'd be given. No. You'd have a book, which which would it was like an A4 size piece of book, and would be given a task every week. Oh yeah, yeah, this. yeah, we had oh, that. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be research this topic, research that topic, and you I had draw to draw a picture. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you had one side where you could draw, which was just blank. Other side mm. was uh, yeah. lined. I think that's how it was for us. Yeah. And you just had to do two sides, and research that topic. And I remember. That was probably one of the best things that I could have and, and that I could have, even though it was homework. I'm not saying I liked homework, but that was fun because mm. like, it brings back memories. Back when I was little, I used to... Remember when you used to get catalogues for specific companies, like August catalogues, yeah. etc.? I would cut, take out pictures from that, I would cut them out and stick them into my landing log. <coughs> and 
that's, and then all that creativeness was essentially how I remember my childhood. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I just find that really important for me and as it helped me develop who I am in terms of creativeness. But now, from what I've heard, in some schools they've actually scrapped the, all the creative log, learning logs. So I feel, and they replaced it with stuff like Google Classroom online. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel as if it's a suitable replacement because Google Classroom, in my opinion, is just so much more blander compared to a learning log where you can do whatever you want to. And I don't like that shift to technology in that sense because it just kind of limits us a bit more. But then you could say that it limits us in the sense of us doing sort of handcraft. Mm -hmm. But it also, there's many things that you can be be creative whilst using technology. So using a Word document and creating a poster using a Word document and be creative that way. So although it does limit limit some aspects of being creative, it does also open new opportunities to show your creativeness. That's a good. That's a good point, especially for people who have bad handwriting or something like that, or who struggle with drawing. But the thing is, I find that in when it comes to using technology for things that you're meant to do with your hands, like writing, making posters, it just doesn't work. Because have you had the issue where you have a block of text that in Word, and then you just want to move it up slightly and then oh. everything moves to yeah, the entire all, page. The, all your pictures will start moving about. <laughs> it, they move and about it's and it's out of control. I don't feel as if technology is able to replace that aspect of creativeness that is meant to be done from, um, it's meant to be hand handmade, essentially. Mm-hmm. Do you think technology makes it easier um, to help someone plan and organise themselves. Yeah, I was say, just about to say that. Yeah, because yeah. remember in Chorney we have show my homework and stuff like that. Yeah. I found that much more better than saying having Planners. a homework planner yeah. because you could get notifications on your phone saying, oh, you've got this piece of homework due today or that piece of homework's been set and it just sort of helped you organise it much more easier. Yeah, because like, yeah, I remember in like my primary school, we used to have like the same, the learning of homework book and then it was well, you set on Friday and then it was due the next Friday. Yeah. And so many people on that Friday when it was due would say, "Oh, I lost my book, I lost my book." But then if you have it online, um, I suppose it's not you don't really have an excuse. Obviously, people will come up with excuse anyway, <laughs> but it's sort of less than an excuse. And you can I think you can see who's viewed it or not. And I think technology allows for people's lives to become easier. But it does also take away independence. Like if you're a child in primary school, I remember thinking I have to keep this book safe. I always have to make sure where I I know where it is because otherwise next Friday I won't have the homework to hand in. Yeah. So if it was online, I think I would have less of a independent character as to looking after my own stuff, making sure everything is in the right place because I, I can just log into a website and then that's it. I can just find it there. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Have you guys ever lost like an important piece of homework that's due, even though you've actually done it? <laughs> yeah, and then you, when, when you say to the teacher, oh, I, I don't know where I put it, they think yeah. you haven't done it. Yeah. So it's like, no, I de- definitely have. <laughs> so there's that sense of responsibility, essentially. Mm. But now we've, we've kind of lost that as yeah. we have technology. And do you think that's a bad thing? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think because when you remove obstacles from a person's life, as they're growing and developing, then they lose senses of skills. Like for example, in the olden days, if you wanted to eat something, then you'd have to go and fend for yourself and catch it and kill it. Mm-hmm. But now you can just go to the corner shop or go to the local butcher and just get your meat like that. Mm-hmm. And no, if we were put in the wild right now, it would be very hard for us to develop that skill to hunt again. Yeah. So through that removal of obstacle, we've lost the instinct to hunt and to survive in the wild. I think as technology develops, it will remove obstacles from people's lives as well and we'll start to lose like qualities such as independence organization and things like that i don't i I don't necessarily see that as a completely bad thing that we're making our lives easier but it's the fact that we're losing the ability that that technology is kind of replacing essentially and i think the biggest issue with technology would be the fact that there's so many issues so many problems that can occur um, but and um, they're all just waiting out there. So like you could have the um, security breaches, hackers, etc. And there's all the privacy concerns. Do you, but do you think in technology specifically, uh, in schools, I'm talking about. Do you think it's a big concern there to have like hackers invading private information? Um, 
obviously, I think it is a big sin because you have all the students' personal data. Mm-hmm. Mm. But when you're talking about problems that could go wrong with the technology, I was thinking more simply just Wi-Fi and things like that. That's true. I remember a lot in the time in Chorney, the Wi-Fi would go down and the teacher wouldn't know what to do with the lesson because everything that they have prepared is on a um, document online on a Google Drive and then they can't actually get the inf- information off the students. So it would just cause disturbances. But say, take it back 10 years where they didn't have that, they would have had it on some piece of paper or some printout where they could have just easily taught the lesson regardless of what, whatever the Wi-Fi is. That's a good point. Also, w- like when I was younger, I remember my dad, when he, sent, when he used to send really important emails, he would screenshot them and then print them off just as evidence to keep. Mm-hmm. or like messages but now uh, he just stores it all on his laptop and it is kind of sad to see that like shift like he just used print out and put it in a folder to make sure like he has some sort of evidence and he can just go over that and check but as uh, just like Abel, uh, Akib was saying when you keep all these important documents online you stop keeping things on hard like paper it's very easy well in today's day there's no like obviously when we develop security will become better it's very easy to get into people's laptops get into people's personal info and expose people's personal info and also destroy documents mm-hmm. and I think that is also we that's what people I think place too much trust in technology and they think that you know once it's online that oh, will be there forever and people just go through that concept that well because that's true I'll just put my important documents onto here and they'll just keep safe but they like they don't really respect the value of having something in your hand, like the physical copy of it, because mm-hmm. then you know you have, and it's sort of a, like a reassurance. Like sometimes, like when you get an email or something, and it's really important, like oh you have to attend this. Like we used to get all the time when we had, we did debate club or something, and said yeah. oh you have to. I always used to write it down because I would, it, it was just like easier to know I can go to this place and find it. Yeah, that's true. Um, Hanif, how much trust do you put in technology? Uh, I think I put all my trust in technology. <laughs> it's like everything I have is on techno- is technology. What, uh, ranging from homework to e- email? Everything. I just don't use paper at all. Don't use paper at all? Mm. Wow, not even yeah. for printing? No. It's printing on my phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this, and, and do you think that's an issue for you? And, and have you come any problems with like not needing, not using paper at any time? Yeah, I think... Most of the time it helps a lot because it's just all day in one space but I have seen sometimes when um, not having that physical copy sort of limits me a bit because I, I need like to switch it, switch to different stuff and it, I can't get it all at once so it is kind of annoying sometimes but yeah most of my stuff is on technology anyway. Uh, <laughs> but do you know one thing we've overlooked completely, the biggest issue with technology? It's bad for your eyes. <laughs> Aside that, the battery. When oh, you, when you yeah. run out of battery, what's the m- first thing that happens? Everything closes down, yeah, yeah. and you have nothing right there. So like when your phone dies, you have no means of calling and communicating with other people. Especially if you, let's say if you want a lift from someone, then you have no method of getting in contact with anyone. And I remember when in school when uh, teachers' laptops would die, and <laughs> and I remember the best part was. When you when they shared the screen on the projector and then you could see the battery notification for <laughs> low battery five percent and everyone would be like oh no sure sure don't tell the teacher and then the laptop would close down and the teacher like what was wrong I think my laptop's broken and then that would be it there'd be no more presentations and and uh, as much as I hate to admit it that was a pretty fun time but and that's a big issue especially with learning unless the teacher stay on top of it and it can lead to much bigger complications because. Uh, especially when you think about the bigger picture, um, the where the battery come from? I mean, what goes in the um, battery is electricity that we get, but we're pretty low on electricity at this point in time. Like, if yeah. you look at the fo- number of fossil fuels we have around the world, we're pretty limited, and that's the and we kind of essentially, if you look at it, we're running out of sources of electricity, and that's all that technology is. It's just electricity used in different ways. But when we run out of electricity, what's the alternative? We just have to go back to the old ways of pen and paper. But most people have already lost this ability of yeah. using pen and paper, so they won't be able to adapt. I think, like, obviously that makes complete sense that we're running out of this resource that we have become so dependent on losing the ability to go back to our old ways. But also, like, technology does make it a lot easier. Like, when we went to the sixth form enrollment, 
like recently in a few just like two weeks ago before that me and my dad went to go make a bank account mm-hmm. and then the lady there was uh because i was applying for the bursary scheme and then she was asking for my bank details mm-hmm. and i didn't know i needed to bring my bank card but because i had online banking i thought that was such a relief because if i hadn't done that then I w- it would just be on top of mind that oh, I need to get this, I need to get that done. But because I had technology there and because technology had developed to that extent, it made my life easier. And it was just like, it was like I put my trust into technology. I said, okay, I'll keep it on there. Even though, like Hanif said, that you know, I had everything online, it still had that risk that something could have happened. But at the end of the day, I, I gained from it. <laughs> yes, you did gain from it. But. Um and do you think that if you didn't have your phone on you, would that be all bad? Because even you would have had your bank account, mm-hmm. or you would have any met- method of kind of proving that you are you essentially. Yeah. But do you think would you take that as a learning experience? That is actually a good point. Yeah, because yeah, because my mom told me the, the morning that I was going that oh, you need to take your wallet with you, and then I said, I'm not. I don't think I do because like they're not going to ask for anything. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then if I hadn't bought my phone, or if I didn't have my phone, I didn't have my wallet, then I would remember, do you know what, next time, wherever I go, I do need to bring it. But because I had my phone on me, I just, I don't really care. Uh, See, that's the issue that we're talking about. (laughs) It's the fact that we have people like Ibrahim who who (laughs) always forget things, no matter how many times (laughs) you tell them, you tell them to come to the show, they always forget. (laughs) And it's just stuff like that. And if we have technology to fill this in, but even then, Ibrahim still clueless. <laughs> I'm joking, but, but the bigger issue is that we need to try and focus on making ourselves more independent away from technology. Would you agree? But I think technology can also help you become independent. In what sense do you think? So, say if you've got, obviously, with technology, say if you have been given. Um, certain documents to look after or certain documents to fill out then that sort of gives you although it may not um, have that same sort of sense of responsibility of having it in paper and having to look after it you still have the responsibility of um, receiving those documents filling them out and sending them so although it may not be the same sort of type of responsibility you still have that responsibility that's placed on top of you when using technology that makes sense Uh, so essentially what you're saying is we can use it as a learning step to kind of Gain. It's, it's still a learning step, it's just learning different types of lessons. That's true. And um, one thing I feel as if an issue with technology, I'm not sure if it applies as much to our generation as the previous one, uh, but the, the, the issue of being computer literate, which basically means you know your way around a computer, so you know how to like maneuver through files, Not even it's not necessarily knowing shortcuts or the fastest routes, just knowing what things mean and how to access things. Like, I remember when, in classroom, in classrooms, when the Wi-Fi would stop working, the teacher wouldn't even realize that they turned the Wi-Fi off and they don't know there's a switch there to turn it on. And just generally stuff like that, which would be an issue with, with people. Do you think, and do you guys have that issue of being compu- not being commu- computer literate? I don't think it's a big issue with, say, our people our age. I think one of the reasons for that is because of schools. Um, you have ICT lessons when you're in primary school mm-hmm. and that they basically teach you the basics of using a computer and because of our reliability and technology we become so used to using it so I don't think it's a big issue with people at our, our age and younger or say, say similar age around us but for say the previous generation I do think f- for some people it is still an issue you're trying to say it without insulting <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, we're coming down to a lot two minutes of our show uh, I would like to collect final uh, remarks about this topic technology and education do you think that the pros outweigh the cons and I'll start with Hanif because I like picking on him <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think technology 100% it is very useful and uh, we do need it because without it we would kind of be lost no matter. we would be lost and do you think it's just our generation that would be lost and that has this issue yeah I think mainly, beca- uh, mainly our generation because we're so used to it and we've used it so much I think uh, the earlier generations they don't really care much they're more into the pen and paper sort of thing and have you uh, when we were young we didn't necessarily have technology as advanced as it was because the first smartphone was released in 2010 by Steve Jobs, the iPhone. So I suppose you could argue that in our childhood we didn't necessarily have that technology. Do you think we're as affected as people who were born 
later on in like 2010 when all when the technology boom already happened yeah um i they definitely probably could not live without technology at all like i think if we were given pen and paper we would actually be able to use it but okay um ibrahim what do you think um i think that technology's pros do outweigh the cons um and it's exciting for the future to see how it develops and akib i think the pros do outweigh the cons although there are some issues say with cybersecurity where there are solutions that need to be solved mm-hmm. but i think technology is pushing in the right direction pushing the right direction i agree with you all completely apart from ibrahim I mean, actors are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I have to disagree with you. It's a tradition. Um, join us after the break when we will be talking about which habits and hobbies did we lose as we grew up. And as always, stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum, welcome back to Community Connect. You are listening to Inspire 105.1 FM and I am joined here with Akib, Hanif and Ibrahim um, from Intelligent to Least Intelligent. Wow, that's just offensive. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who just burnt your lip. Yeah, on a cup of tea. You didn't even have to drink. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hot cup of tea. Um, but but um, today is Wednesday 28th of August 2019 and the time is 6.30 and uh, we are going to be talking about which habits and or hobbies uh, we lost or had as children and if you want to get involved you can call us on 01582481822 you can text us whatsapp us on 0779481822 and um, we are on facebook live we have three likes right now so Ibrahim set target how many likes um if we can get to some five likes Five likes. Yeah. Then, and nothing will happen. To then, no, then nothing. Because we offered doors, but no one really wanted any. To be honest. I mean, we did. Once. Oh, you got eleven that time. Oh yeah, yeah. So we'll make the offer you at home. Yeah. Okay. So um, uh, we have a repeat of our shows on uh, every Saturdays from eight pm to nine pm. Uh, but none of you even listen to them. No, I actually I listened to last week's show. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I also got happy there. <laughs> And we have app. We have our podcast up and running now on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So we're going to be famous now. Yeah. And um, we just need you guys to listen. Can to we it. say Spotify now? It's like because we can say it because we're being promoted yeah. on it. So okay. we, we're going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's get into it. Um, should I start with the embarrassing moments? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I hate to admit it, but this is something I've actually done uh, until pretty recently. <laughs> um, it was a bad habit I have, and, uh, and I've had it since I was little. I don't remember how long. I Did you say you're buying your nails? Yes, buying my nails. Oh, <laughs> it's not even that deep. <laughs> no, it is because I used to bite it to the point where they start bleeding. Okay, oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Because it was, I don't know what went Wait, through my mind. how are you biting your nails so they stop beat? Which part of your nail I, I bite them all the way down until you see the oh, pink bit. Yeah. That's what the heck. I, I did it without realising because you know when you used to watch TV. Do you not feel pain? <laughs> oh, actually, that hurts. I should stop now. <laughs> it is something you do without realising. Like, you know when you're watching TV or something and people just casually eating po- popcorn or something like that. Uh, it was like that, but then I don't have popcorn, so I have my nails. <laughs> but yeah, That's I, crazy. But yeah, I just bit them again and again. And I, uh, I managed to stop last year in Ramadan, so... How did you stop? Oh, because you keep them close up? Yeah, so oh. then I just stopped. And then after that, I was like, you know what, I'm going to change. I stopped biting them. And now I just bite the skin around my nails. <laughs> 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 I'll <give you> <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's better. But I don't think it's all bad, because from what I've heard, it, there is research saying that um, it boosts your immune system or something because you normally get like small levels of bacteria mm. getting into your nails, like when it bleeds and stuff. So yeah. I suppose you could say uh, uh, it's not all bad. Mm. Uh, yeah. Who's next? Ippy. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> it's not that bad to be honest. But when I was younger, I, n- I never used to like to like go get haircuts. No. You know, I don't know. Why not? I don't know. I just my brother always used to. I think it was my age. 
when I was like younger and then I was just like I don't know it was just something about because I didn't think I didn't like it when you know at the back mm-hmm. when they shave it off I used to have a really sensitive neck at the back oh, uh, so okay. I just didn't like it and then uh, I remember once when I was in primary school one of the teachers name was Miss Leaves and she brought her mom in and she was a hairdresser yep. and then everyone was saying that oh we don't like to get haircuts we don't like to get haircuts and then she said that when you get older you will and then I never believed her but do you believe her now? Uh, I don't really like haircuts that much to be honest they're just alright <laughs> <laughs> they're alright I'll be honest I don't like the whole the whole fact that you have to go out of the house and just yeah. sit, just you're sit. lucky yeah you could get no any, not anymore I'm trying to barbers now no. but um, for those of you who don't know my dad used to give me haircuts until, he like, actually used to be proper good haircuts as well no yeah. really he would never appreciate it he'd say oh yeah I got a haircut what do you it actually was sick haircut it was okay but I, there, I was really picky I'm really picky about my hair because the sides get too long it gets really hard to comb especially you have curly hair it's, it's really hard to comb the sides because it's curly and then mm. my dad would leave the sides too long and then I'd be picky about it and then he'd say oh I've done a good job I'd say <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the barber would do a bad job and then and then it used to be these small little squabbles like every time <laughs> but even now I don't like the fact the haircuts because if you think about it all you're doing is just sitting down and letting someone cut around you uh, cutting your head yeah it's like it's kind of, you're paying someone to lose part of your body if you think about it. I mean, if you put it that way, it sounds kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Um, Hanif, you're next. Um, lost, I'm not too sure, but I know I've developed a habit of uh, cracking my knuckles. And uh, everyone tells me I'm the arthritis for older. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, because I spoke to my brother. My brother said that apparently it's just the bubbles inside, mm-hmm. and you crack them, and then they redevelop, and that doesn't cause arthritis. Arthritis is when you cause when you overwork your joints. But my, I don't know. I don't know to be honest. Yeah, like, you know when you're praying, what tends to happen is when you go down on the floor, yeah. my knees cra- clack, yeah. uh, click. Yeah. But that's essentially the same thing as your as your thing, as your joints. Okay, yeah. mm. But the only difference is you're forcibly moving your joints in places where they shouldn't be going. Yeah. So I suppose the logic there is that could be causing arthritis. Mm. But yeah, possibly. I'm, I'm not, we're none of us are experts to be honest. Do you, remember, do you remember when we used to think it was cool to crack our knuckles? Yeah, like, yeah. before you, like, and everyone just think you're proper strong. <laughs> yeah, I can crack I, sh- I can crack my neck. I crack it. I'll, I'll, I'll crack my toes as well. Your toes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to crack my toes. I, think I can okay. crack my wrist. Your wrist? Hey, look. Oh, I tried. <gasps> oh, what? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that on the radio, but... <laughs> no, they, they definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> that's proper weird. Um, but yeah, so I don't really think that's weird. But we'll stop. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I think it's sooner also to not crack your nails. Oh, in public. Crack or your nails. Oh, no, crack your uh, thing. Uh, <laughs> not crack your bones, I yep. guess. Um, okay, next we have Akib. So, when I was younger, I would have a habit of not sleeping enough. So, I'd wake up. I'd probably go to sleep at 12 and wake up really early. And I would, like over like, a couple of weeks, I'd end up having massive bags. Mm. And my, so I, my face looked like I was probably my late 50s oh, <laughs> I was. but uh, I, I just and it wasn't like a case of I was forced I just couldn't I just couldn't sleep so I just keep waking up early each time I wasn't getting enough sleep but I think I say now I get to sleep too much so wow I don't understand how people can sleep with less than six hours a day and because yeah. I, if I get at a minimum of seven I, w- I would still be really cranky I need at least eight hours. I can do six hours. Like if I have to wake up early for something, I wake. I can do six hours. I can be fine. But then after I'm done, I have to take a nap during the day. Otherwise, if I'm not going to take a nap during the day, I need eight hours at least. It's funny you say that because today I uh, woke up at half seven. I made it a, hab- a habit to wake up at half seven every day, so I can try and go for a run in the morning and then I just get be more productive. Because I go sleep really early. About I say really early, but it's about ten o'clock, uh, which is or oh, earliest I've done is probably half nine because I've read Isha and then gone to sleep and then I wake up at half seven and I've just become a habit today I didn't really feel like waking up at half seven but I was awake anyway and then I was really tired so I ended up taking a nap and I woke up about two hours ago and I was just tired so yeah I tried to do the same thing I've done the group chat and so yeah, I tried to wake because the reason I want to do it is because college starts next week so I want to sort out my sleeping pattern and I can't do that. You know, some people. I, I don't know if I, 
someone could do it that I know, but I just don't remember who. But what they do is they go to sleep really late, and they wake up the time they need to wake up for the next day. So every time they need to wake up at 7 a.m. on Friday, they'll go to sleep on Wednesday, like whatever time they can fall asleep, then wake up at 7 a.m. on Thursday, and then they'll have to stay awake throughout the whole day, and then they fall asleep and then they'll wake up on time. But that I can't do that, so I have to make a regular sleeping schedule pattern. Yeah, I think the same thing happens to me. After about two days, I can make a habit of waking up at that time. Like in when in school, I would wake up at um, about half six, so I could get to school at about quarter to six, uh, quarter to seven, seven o'clock. Between that time, uh, like every day, and essentially it became a habit. And even if I would miss my alarm, my eyes would open up two minutes later. And it was just a really weird thing. Now that I think about it, and um, n- uh, just before we carry on, I'd just like to inform you, we've alhamdulillah we've reached Ibi's target of five likes on Facebook, and so. You have to make door now. Oh. No, but well, I have to make door at home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they don't have to message for the wars. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Because then, then we don't know who we're making door for. Yeah, yeah. That is a really <laughs> good point. <laughs> Are you sure it's not just because you're shy? No, obviously. I'm not. <laughs> okay, so... um, uh, Do you know what else I can do? Is when I... Like... If throughout the whole day I know I need to wake up really early the next day, if I just keep reminding myself I need to wake up, then the next day I actually wake up at that time. Do you actually? It only happens sometimes, but like, yeah. Yeah, uh, this, that's called it's a superpower. Na- <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural <laughs> body clock. It's, yeah. it's a science. I thought that was like pretty cool. But I always go to sleep anyway after that because I wake up. And then I was like, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> and I go to sleep. <laughs> so no point of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but um, my turn again because like now that I think about it, this was something that would be pretty weird. Oh, it was really young at the time, but you know when you used to spin around whichever direction, clockwise or anticlockwise. I used to find it really, uh, I used to find it really odd. I'd, I would want to kind of keep it balanced. So if I if I spin around clockwise, I would have to spin around anticlockwise. It was just a weird thing. Like whenever I would do it, because it would be like, oh no, now I'm one more. Now the clockwise direction has a benefit, and I didn't like it. So, literally, whenever I turned around, like it could be just be putting something down and gradually turning into one direction. I'd be like, oh no, I've just turned around, and I'm just really weird like that. I don't. Just spin back around then. <laughs> <Spin> back around. <laughs> and then I think sometimes people walk in on me and they're like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I I still have a habit which is sort of similar to that. When I'm walking on pavement. And when say, you step in the cracks, yeah, when you I step, step in both foot. Ah, yeah, I, I do step that in foot. <laughs> and if one of my right foot steps on that one of the cracks on the pavement, then <laughs> I'll make sure the next crack, my, <laughs> the my left, left one, so to balance it all out. <laughs> <laughs> it really bugs me when I don't. I so, so yeah, that's that's sort of bad habit I still have. No, nah, I do that exact same thing. And then people yeah. along, people are driving and just walking, like driving, just looking at me, trying to walk, trying to balance my cracks on my feet, and it just doesn't make sense. So. I never step on one tile with two feet at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I. But I don't think that's pretty weird. I think a lot of people don't do that. I mean, my feet are too. My steps are too big to step in the same tile. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, when I, I used to like stepping on tiles, like one, one, my right foot would go in the right tile, left foot would go in the left tile, and then so on. I would not like stepping on the cracks at all. And then. Yeah, I never step on the cracks. But you fall through. Uh, <laughs> it'll fall through yeah like I don't know you might I, know, I, I don't like sleeping in the cracks as well but if it does come to it and I, and I have to <laughs> then, then it needs to be a balance between both my feet but now my feet are too big like my steps have gone so much bigger that if I stepped in right foot right tile left foot left tile mm. I'd, it'd look like I'm doing the splits what no it's, <laughs> it's a really small distance like oh. uh, it's hard to explain because like you know the like way it's more like a penguin Whoa. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> like you know on the tiles. Sorry, excuse me. You know on the tiles when you have uh, you have the tiles placed down in a row on on top. There'd be one which looks slightly more lean to the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, on I'll put my left foot into that one that's lean to the left, right in the one that's lean to oh. the right. But now as I grew older, my feet have run so much bigger, and the steps that I take are so much wider that I could probably step on the right foot <laughs> and then go on the next right foot, etc. And it's just really uncomfortable whenever I look at the floor. <laughs> I go on Ibrahim your turn again. Um, I think, oh yeah, one of the, <laughs> the habit I had when I was younger 
is my mom has dentures mm-hmm. in it, and basically what she used to when she used to brush her teeth she just take the dentures out and hold her in her hand and then brush it like that mm-hmm. so I, I i didn't know that my mom was holding the dentures so i just thought okay that's how you brush your teeth so when I, I used to brush my teeth, then just randomly, I would just take it out and brush my hand for like 10, <laughs> 10 seconds and then just brush my teeth normally again. <laughs> you used to brush your hand? Yeah, because I thought that's, I don't know why, I thought, oh, like, she's just cleaning the brush and then she was starting again. So, okay, that's how you brush your teeth, sir. <laughs> I think my mum saw me once. <laughs> she was like, what are you doing? I was like, just brushing my teeth. <laughs> So I'm I'm honestly baffled. Did you put the brush back in your mouth afterwards? Yeah. So like basically, what would happen is I brush my teeth. Then I, oh, I need to clean it now. So I just put my hand like that. Like I make a cup with my hand, and then I just like brush it in my hand for like five seconds, and then I just start brushing again. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> I don't know why. I've still got this weird habit with brushing my teeth. I always put the toothpaste on first, and then I br- and then I wash it. Like, even though you're supposed to wash it first to get the bacteria out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just really don't want to walk to the tap and then walk back to get the toothpaste, so... I don't like washing... Like, once the toothpaste is on, I don't like washing the toothpaste. No, I... I, I because I, I think you just get, get rid of before the Before I washed the... Yeah, I washed the brush first, then toothpaste, and then the, wash, then the toothpaste, again. yeah. I do it, but I just don't... I don't think I should be doing it. Because I feel like I'm just washing, like, the, like the minerals of it. Of the toothpaste? Yeah. I mean, you're wash, washing it off the top, but on the inside, it's still there, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but what's wa- wrong with the tree? Why do you have to wash it? Uh, you don't have to wash the toothpaste. Like, you, don't, you don't wash a banana, because in the skin, is so, like, toothpaste, when you take it out of the, like, <laughs> tube, why are you washing it? Wait, you're not going to wash bananas? But yeah, I think it's really odd because even though I see people who wash the brush first and then they go put the toothpaste yeah. on, mm. I just feel I just find it really odd. It's too much effort, if, especially in the morning when you're tired. First thing I do is brush my teeth, and then I want to be as efficient as possible. Are you are you toothpaste and the sink are two different? Yeah, two different. Oh. Okay. Like you know, normally people have sometimes people have it on top, so they have like a drawer on top of the yeah. sink. Yeah, yeah. For me, I have it on the on the side wall, and then you have to oh. take a couple of steps to get to the sink. So why? But what about your toothbrush? Is that on the sink as well? well that's in the cupboard. On in on the, the sink? No, no, in the cupboard. Oh, away from the sink? Away from the sink. Oh, that makes sense. So I'm trying to be as efficient as we <laughs> move in. Um, Hanif, your turn. Um, I got another one that's a bit like Akib's. It was um, when I was younger, when I used to eat, I used to always have to like, split it in half, and half has to go to the left side, and half has to go to the right <laughs> side of my mouth. <laughs> we have to eat evenly. That sounds that's really weird. No. Although, otherwise, there'd be like extra stuff there, and they have to. <laughs> so annoying. That's true. Um, well, that's actually a really efficient way to eat, actually. I mean, you can get a, like bigger mouthfuls then. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's like a chipmunk or a squirrel when they put nuts on either side of their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and the teeth get bloated. Oh, well, I don't know. Because usually I just chew one side. If that side gets tired, then I just chew the other side. <laughs> uh, important question: Which side do you chew your food on? On your right side or your left side? My right. I wish that didn't naturally go to when right. you eat. Oh, my right. My right. I right now it's right, but like later it will change to my left. Because this side will get tired. <laughs> I feel like it's normally to the left. For me. For you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Akib, your turn. So, do you know on Smosse, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how you get the little, little crust bit at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For ages, I only used to eat that bit, and I used to only eat the outside bit, and never eat the filling. What? I would only eat the pastry. It makes me a very part of it, but I never eat the filling. Then I sort of discovered um, the, the toothpaste <laughs> <laughs> when I when I started eating it properly. But for ages, I would just only eat the uh, pastry. It's interesting you say that. I do the same thing with my fish. I but. I don't leave it, I just eat the, like, you know when you cook fish, mm. I think it's cod, that type of fish, the one where you put in the oven. Oh I, yeah, the battered fish. In the battered yeah, fish. Yeah, I'm having the white bit separate. I have it separately, yeah. I take the skin off, and then I eat the inside, I'm, and then my no. mom would yell at me. Because the white, bit, the white bit's the nicest part. Yeah, but mm. the white bit has no flavour in it, by itself. It's, I find it nice and chewy. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, the, the, the oh, sometimes, especially when you have it, never like, really, like, having fish and chips, and the fish is really battered. Oh, I've done that, like, yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. but that, I don't do it on purpose, so sometimes, like, the white bit will just fall off. No, I prefer having the white bit, taking the white bit oh. off separate, and then 
Yeah. So it's a 50 50 split here in the studio. I need to sound disapproving. But 50 50 split here then. I know the right way to eat fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's like if you're eating chicken and you just take the skin off and just eat the chicken. Yeah, when you go. Um, yeah, but the chicken, chicken, chicken. Yeah, yeah you take with chicken all the time. Well, it's fish. I've never known it's fish. Yeah, but then well, there's no flavour in the chicken. No, but yeah, but that's why you have stuff like sauce. Exactly. Right? And plus, oh, it is flavour, but not necessarily just the sauce. You can have the chicken, or the fish. Why are we going on tangent about this? Chicken and fish. But it's still, there's still sort of flavour in there, and it's, it's, the, it's, not, it's nice. Mm, fair enough. We just want the tangent about how to eat chicken and fish. I'm going to try it in it. I don't know, I've, I was really picky about it when I was little, but now it's just become more something like, oh, I don't mind anymore. But, okay, it's my turn. Um, I told... Was that your plans? Yeah, mine was about to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one thing I do with is when you eat pizza, I eat the crust first. And Everyone the same, does that. And the same, no, what? And the same with rice. You, you no, wait, what? You're you crazy. The crust, you the crust is right first. at the end. Yeah, no, you eat the crust first because it's a bit pistic. I don't it, like the crust. It's the, it's, it's the bit... <laughs> it's the annoying part. You eat the crust first. It's and then you enjoy the pizza. It's a bit that I don't like, so I generally eat it first, isn't it? Exactly. I used to. I used to. But how do you off. hold the pizza? You hold the pizza by holding. Yeah, then you the have to hold it with two hands. Then you're holding. The just hold the pizza from the bottom. <laughs> no, yeah, but you have to hold yeah, it from the I bottom. Don't, I wouldn't stuff your the fingers. Go over the crust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, hold yeah. your pizza like this? No, no you hold it. Like this. Yeah, yeah. When you hold you it like this. You're from the radio. Can't really see what you're doing right now. But no, yeah. I hold it from the bottom, so like underneath, like you're holding a tray or something. Yeah, I hold it like that, but also some of my fingers go over the crust, so I get yeah, a firm grip on it. Grab it, yeah, hold pizza. Like but the, the whole pizza's got the cheese and the sauce. Yeah, I don't. And then my fingers yeah, getting yeah. dirty, and I'm ruining the pizza. <laughs> I mean, I I don't really put my fingers on the crust because then it just starts dribbling downwards. It just it, if you hold it from the tip, then you just kind of no. But obviously, down. you hold it nah, like you from the hand. Yeah, but then you just hold it from the bottom to give a bit full. I never eat the crust first. Yeah, Ooh, you eat a crust yeah. unless, unless it's stuffed yeah. crust, then obviously you leave that. I don't, I don't even like stuffed crust, you know. Oh, I don't know. Uh, cheese in stuffed crust is nice, but other than that... Oh, yeah, if Imagine they put like chicken in stuffed crust, I would eat that. <laughs> Was it in Chinese but they used to put um, the tomato sauce in the crust? <laughs> they, used to stuff oh. crust. they used to do stuffed crust in, in, uh, in high school, but it used to be sauce instead of something like cheese. Wow. <laughs> 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 I don't think I really ate. I've never ate chuni pizza. No. no. Chuni oh, pizza was good in year seven. Year, year seven, seven it was amazing, oh, but so good. each year it sort of started to I never deteriorate. Like, I never eat pizza without meat. It's probably bad. Uh, margarita pizza is best. Yeah. Or I actually, I don't mind anything. It's literally, if you want to have margarita pizza, yeah, go home, put ketchup and cheese on bread. No, no, Why no, 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 no. It's different. <laughs> put it in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that. That's, have you had sandwiches with uh, cheese on them and then put it in the microwave? Yeah, yeah all the time. Uh, so no, I'll put it in um, the yeah, 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 panini press. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even in the microwave, so when you don't do it quick. The yeah. thing is with that panini press is it makes it really like gooey inside, but it's crispy on the outside. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we've gone on a tangent about, yeah, really yeah. about food. <laughs> <laughs> Another way habit I do with sandwiches is I would eat the crust first because I don't like it. So then yeah, I just yeah, eat pizza. I don't get why people complain about crust. It's the exact same. It's not really the same. It just has a slight different it's not as sometimes I, when I put chocolate spread on bread, I don't like the crust. I always eat that first. But in a sandwich, like because the flavour's everywhere, it's not on the crust. Am I the only one that thinks chocolate spread is overrated? How is chocolate spread overrated? Nah. Melted chocolate in a jar and you can just oh. have it whenever you want. That that's so, I, no, I don't really have crazy. a I don't really have a sweet tooth though. So chocolate I'll, spread on bread. No, bread is for butter and margarine and jam. Oh, it's your <laughs> okay, I think we're only to the too much here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a stop there. Um, Ibrahim, your turn. Anything um, else that you do with? When I was younger, I used to um, I used to basically, I used, I used to think I was a warrior. So I used to uh, when we had a trampoline. We still do think you are. <laughs> we had a trampoline, and what I would do is I remember one of the things was loose. One of the uh, one of the like the long like spring, not spring that metal pole. Yeah, the metal pole. And I just used to take it out, and I just used to pretend to like fight loads of monsters. <laughs> what imaginary? Yeah, obviously not for siblings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to go in my garden, and my friend Wasim, he lives next door to me, 
and he always used to think I was from Wade and speak to me in primary school because he thought I was from Wade. <laughs> you want me flashing at the ear? Yeah, because he used to be in his room playing PlayStation. Mm-hmm. We used to be like playing video games, and then he just used to like see me just screaming at these monsters trying to kill them. <laughs> they didn't speak to me through primary school, and then when we got to high school, I think it was a bit scared. <laughs> and then eventually he became my friend. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So it's a happy story at the end. Yeah. Okay, I uh, will move on to Hanif. Alright, um, this one is very, very weird. <laughs> like basically, because you know, uh, we, have, we had the e- eggs used to just always go in the shed, in it? So when I used to uh, go get the eggs and bring them to the house, I used to drop them on the floor on purpose just so I could see them crack. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things wrong with There's so that. many questions I have. <laughs> First of all, let's take it from top. Why are the eggs in the shed? <laughs> oh, well, some people do that. Yeah. My next door neighbors do that. They, they like because you know what? It's cheaper to buy things in bulk. Yeah. And then you just keep it. Like if you like normally like like we put like the grasska and stuff in the fridge. It was not in the, <laughs> in the shed. But then. If you just buy loads of stuff, then yeah, my, uh, my next neighbor, I think it's probably smart. He just puts all the stuff in the in the shed, and then once they're done with it, just go to the shed. The thing with eggs are they usually tend to expire. Don't yeah, they, they expire, yeah. especially if it's hot. But I'm, I'm not going to ask <laughs> anymore. <laughs> okay, does anyone get to eat the eggs then? Nah, I just they're just broken. <laughs> yeah, they're just on the floor in it. Okay, <laughs> every time. <laughs> okay, Akib, do you quickly have any lost tails? <laughs> okay, um, so. It's not the food one, but I used to get bread and I used to get margarine and I used to spread it on that and I just eat bread with margarine on it. I, Plain I, bread with margarine. That seems pretty normal. Yeah. Like, that's what <coughs> used to be my sandwiches in primary school when I had a pack lunch. That's so weird though. It's like, you're not putting it in the toaster. No, I, no, I could have, but I just chose not to. <laughs> no, uh, after the least. No, okay, we're coming down to the end off. of our show here. Um, we'd like to say that these experiences that we have as children, I'm pretty sure they're going to stick with us for the rest <laughs> yeah. of our life. Uh, we have repeats on Saturday, 8 to 9. We have Apple Podcast on and, and Spotify or Podcast. Um, Salam alaikum. Community Connect, connecting the community. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org? And follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.